Nice night. Sir, you're entering a restricted area. Stay where you are. I don't want to have to shoot you, old man. You should save your ammunition. Zombies Ate My Podcast. We are broadcasting to you alive from the Zamp Command Center here in... Well, it's kind of chilly. It's like a chilly New Hampshire. It's it went from like really hot to really really chilly. Whoa! It, really hot. Pretty cool. Nice. No in between. Oh yeah. Hot to cool. Seasons. Hot, are you jealous? Hot. Cool. Yeah. My name is Bob Fournier, and joining me as always, my fellow survivors, underground in a secure location to the north. It's the busy zombie Lord Lou Page. It's quite cold. I had to, I'm gonna have to take my air conditioner out. I don't like that. Mm. I took my I already took mine out for fear of zombies. Oh. Coming through the air conditioner. But, well what if, uh, what if there's zombies at the you know, like this is gonna be another uh finally, a <laughs> hundred episodes later, we have our next fire extinguisher nunchucks. What <laughs> yeah. if you use the air conditioner as a one-time just push out I, the window? What if I tie the cords together on two air conditioners and made air conditioner nunchucks? That's ridiculous. Only <laughs> an know. idiot would say that. But um, Well, like speaking you, of idiots, you are the one and only Canada's own Ryan Murphy. Yeah, the only one. No, <laughs> I can't no believe other. that you convinced me to come on the show as the only Ryan Murphy left in existence I don't, in Canada. You know, it's funny because there's a hockey player named Ryan Murphy. I'm pretty sure he's from Canada. Most likely, and uh, hockey season's back. Yeah, and speaking of cold New Hampshire, can you guys believe that in a week and a day I will be in New Hampshire? Ooh. It's crazy. It's crazy. Speaking of which, we got to talk about it, about that after the show. <laughs> Last time yes, we said that, we, we talked about it during the show. Yeah, I know. But like, we're I'm going to bring my recorder. We'll do a little field reporting. Yeah, uh, yeah. We'll, we'll do a little like zamp live where we, where you end up meeting up I, I'm so, I still need to know where i'm going so. yeah i know evidently we're going to cheers and now is it this is it the 17th again is that you know what let's off the show <laughs> yeah yeah off what are we show. doing off the show let's we got some stuff to talk about we got a season finale we got walking dead news and we got oh god more capcom news yeah capcom that's not even the bulk of it the virus has completely devastated over 150 of the world's major regions and then is spreading rapidly Hello. Hello. <laughs> so is that Capcom? Uh, Hello, yeah, we still exist. That's Capcom. Hello, we're making Resident Evil Seven. No, no, you're not. Uh, speaking of Lou Page, um, 
how do you feel, Lou, right off the bat? Resident Evil 7 might happen. Well, I think it's a done deal that it was going to happen, but I think this is really... Everybody's reporting on this, and it's really kind of no news. In an issue, something came up about Resident Evil, and he said, yeah, we'll let you know about Resident Evil 7 soon. But if they haven't... If he's not saying it's coming... There's nothing saying it's coming. Just because they're saying... They'll tell us about it soon. Means that it's like two or three years away. Well, the yeah, thing well, is, they like, probably haven't started yet. Capcom yeah. has two options with Resident Evil. They can reboot it, which I think negates any remastering they're able to do right. on, on past titles. Because I don't think there's a point, a logical point in remastering old titles when you're going to reboot it. I'm right. sure that argument. Well, let's be let's be let's be fought, like but. just one thing real quick on that is I don't think at I don't think you can reboot that game because I don't think a game like that. Like I, I guess you play it again for nostalgia's sake, but like for me, once I beat Resident Evil a few times, I, I got the new HD version and you know had fun with that for a while. But I don't think it's anything to reboot. I don't know if it'd be fun to reboot it. Do you reboot it? Like no, I don't think you do. Because when you really think about a reboot, like look at Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider went from a franchise that. I don't... Did it have a story? I don't know. Weird polygonal woman runs through tombs stealing vases and breaking shit. And then they reboot it and it actually has a story and everything. I think with Resident Evil, it always had a story. And I I guess rebooting it was like, well, what do you do? Tell a a wackier story? No, I think... I think think we get a seven. Yeah. And I think we're going to get that reboot or two that they... That that uh, HD remake of two that they're talking about right mm-hmm. and then i think seven will be the last one i think we're going to get a reboot after seven really you, you think they're going to go that route even after all these remasterings of course they are there's money in it yeah but i don't know Dude, and i think and i think i think when we get a remake i think we get a remake and i think it's gonna it's not gonna take place in the mansion it's gonna be a very it's gonna be same cast of characters in a very different scenario in Raccoon City. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I it, I think they've learned their lesson from 6 and that they could possibly No, they haven't. You don't think so? Nope. Not even a little bit. Like I think Not even a little bit. I think Resident Evil Revelations episode 1 Penal Colony <laughs> could There know, we go. It Prime. wasn't it wasn't terrible. It it definitely learned some lessons from the the failure that was Resident Evil 6 and that it provided a a tight-knit, old-school Resident Evil experience. I mean, saying they haven't learned anything, I think that's unfair. Uh, you know, it's kind of unfair. But then again, like, have they learned anything if they I'm haven't gonna tell put you right forth now, the evidence? I did not enjoy Revelations 2 at all. I thought it was boring. I thought mm. it was really repetitive. Uh, there was the stupid gimmick where you had to shine the flashlight to <laughs> find stuff. Yeah. That got annoying after about ten minutes. Like I said, I'm not. I, it's not perfect, but it's, it's probably the best Resident Evil game since four, maybe five. I guess like six was just such a big misstep that yeah. I think that I think we can't really. I guess I can't really argue that they've learned something considering they haven't actually put forth a product that showcases that they've that they've learned something like. We need that take it. We need that destiny to Taken King example of learning a lesson, and, and Capcom hasn't shown that yet. They've really just been remastering old favorites, and I think 
Resident Evil Revelations 2 Episode 1 Penal Colony was, <laughs> while while a valiant effort, like you said, had, had some glaring issues. Like, it was slow, the story was weird, and, and some of the mechanics were just plain boring. Um, I don't know. I, I, do we like Resident Evil? Like I love Resident Evil, but I don't like new Resident Evil. I like old Resident Evil. When are we going to get a zombie game? Well, actually, I say that, and then I have to catch myself. I think Dying Light might be like the next king of of zombie games. Like I really don't think I don't think Capcom deserves that title of of like the the next big the, the big zombie king franchise of video games. Like am I, I missing you know, any others? No, I kind of forgot though um how much fun Dying Light was when you first started playing it. Um my brother just recently started playing it and won't stop talking about it. It's a lot of fun. It's um, a lot of fun until you get like maybe three or four hours in, and then you realize, oh wait, I'm doing the same things over and over and over again, and repairing the same weapons over and over and over again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's an issue with most open world games. It it, it can be tough to really nail that thirty. It nails it nails the mechanics and it nails the feel of what you want, but it's. I don't think it's the next Resident Evil. Yeah. I mean, I don't even think Resident Evil is the next Resident Evil. I think maybe zombie games need a, a fresh, a fresh take as opposed to put zombies in my open world. I think game. we, I think we need a new Left 4 Dead. Yeah, oh, I would love yes! that. Yes, well, isn't Capcom trying to give us something like that with uh, their? Uh, I know it's completely different, but their um, Unity-powered uh, Umbrella Corpse. That's a that's a shooter though. That's not. Survival. It is, yeah, but I mean, it might be interesting to see whether that thing pans out. A lot of people are complaining about that online and talking about how it looks like garbage, and they want a regular Resident Evil game. And I, I, my thought is, is it doesn't look like it's going to be a sixty dollar product. And I'm pretty sure Capcom has said, oh, it's thirty bucks. It's yeah, it's going to be a thirty dollar product. I'm fine with it coming at them coming out with a thirty dollar product that's like that. They're trying something new. They're trying something experimental. I think it looks interesting. I don't think it's good. They're not trying to make the next new Resident Evil game. This is just an idea they're throwing out there for 30 bucks. Yeah. I'd I like mean, to see Capcom try something new. Yeah, exactly. And it could be worse. We could be Mega Man fans. <laughs> oh, hey, speak for yourself. Well, no, I'm just saying that Capcom's not doing anything. Mega Man fans are fine. I'm just saying Capcom's not doing shit for Mega Man fans you know what? right now. You know what's not fine, though? What? Showing me one minute of a Walking Dead thing. Oh, that was terrible, wasn't it? That, you know, at first I was trying to get behind the concept. So the first the first episode of The Walking Dead uh, on planes, Fear of the Walking Dead on planes. Um, or is it is, just me or is the thumbnail, sorry to interrupt you, but I'm just realizing how crazy this is. The thumbnail of the YouTube video showcasing part one is not in part one. No. Nope. That's bullshit. It's, so, the st- it's the still image they used in the press release last week. Oh, that's yeah. dumb. What are you so, doing? So that, that's available to watch. Um, if you have a minute to spare. If you have a minute, literally. Yeah. So my thing is, um, so I try to get behind the idea. I'm like, all right, well, maybe it'll be something fun and interesting to watch in between. For those of the people that have the live cable and whatnot, now that I do again, um, just to watch in between your Walking Dead, you know? Like during the commercials, that's what they originally planned on, right? Sure. Yeah. But I but I watched the first one and I was like, 
God, you don't get a lot going on in a minute, do you? <laughs> I mean, it, it, it literally gave me enough to go, okay, something interesting is going on, and it's over. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, hey, what's it's going It's a decent on? premise, right? Like, the fact that the planes are grounded, it's a kid stuck on a plane talking to his mother about how, you know, oh, I'll meet you in wherever he's going. And it's it's interesting to think to like knowing that one of these characters, which we I think we pegged it as the uh, old white dude, uh, is is going to show up in season two. Yep. I think it might be a safe bet that it's the kid, you know, or or the mother on the ground. I don't know, but I think it's going to be the kid. Yeah. Well, he where is he flying? I remember Chicago for some reason. I don't know. I could be um, wrong. They didn't really state where he was going from what I gathered. It was no, something on a text message on his phone. I couldn't read. It was on my iPhone 6S Plus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> That's for a different show. Name drop. Uh, uh, yeah. No, um, I, I don't know. I, I think this is the – hey, kudos to AMC. This is the first time I've watched one of their webisodes. So. <laughs> That's true. Um, you only did it because it was on the show. No, this is I, – I really do think it's because they've actually put some pedigree behind it with some of – like this – they're considering this a Fear the Walking Dead thing. Like this isn't a webisode that you can do without. This is a Fear the Walking Dead bridge between season one and two, um, introducing a character. And uh, it's weird. Like you get the sense that they're trying to showcase that, hey, everybody on this plane is just super hates flying. Well, yeah. you know what's funny, too, is, like, are they actually going to take off? I think so. Because, like, if all the planes are grounded, they're not going to take off, right? Well, Maybe it's one of those Catch-22s where... See, that's my thing, is I was interested at first, because the kid is getting texts from his mom, he's talking to his mom, he's paying attention to the, 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 the Asian girl that's sitting, like, two seats in front of him, the old guy says something about the planes are, are, are grounded... And you're left kind of going, okay, so what the hell is going on? And then he's talking to his mother, and he says to his mother, like, in other words, like, so when I land, you're going to be there. And she's like, your father will be there. And he's like, is everything okay? Is there something going on? And she's like, no, nothing's going on. And I was trying to understand if maybe she was in the airport because she just dropped him off for the flight. Or well, I don't know what? about that. Because, like, yeah, obviously because, there's something going on on her end. Right. There's something going on on her end. And he says, is there something going on? And she goes, oh, it's nothing. And then you see here, like, gunfire or, like, somebody getting attacked. And she's like, oh, no, just ignore it. You're, you're fine. And you're like, what the hell is going on? Because that's not how any parent I know would react on the phone. They'd be like, okay, you need to be safe. There's something going on here. You know? Right, right. It just seemed weird. It, it is. It is very weird, and it's. I mean, now that you're bringing that up, like I get. It's the same sense I get from the other webisodes that I briefly watched, and that it's just awkward. Um, and I, I don't know. I kind of want to see where it goes. Uh, I want to see. Yeah. I want to see where it goes, and I have a funny feeling they are going to end up in the air. But I think it's going to be a. I'm in. They're in the air ten minutes, and then it, the plane crashes. Oh, I gosh. think that they're going. I think that they're going to fly, just because something's going on on the ground, and the plane needs to move to get away from whatever's going on, like the outbreak. Yeah, I mean, we've got another fifteen of these one-minute clips, and I, I, I think there's going to be some sort of 
ordeal on the plane that involves a zombie. They've already said they've already said that someone on the plane is infected. Okay, well then that's going to happen. I I I really do think that this plane's going all the way. I mean, if it crashes, I don't think you're getting somebody in season two uh, from from these fine folks. Although maybe maybe they'll introduce like a ground component well, to it as well. But I think I hate they're... to tell you, Ryan, but not all plane crashes end in everybody dead. Well, it, it really depends. I think, like, I think we had of... this discussion last time. Did we? Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. We'll see. I'm I'm interested to watch more of it. So but... here's the big twist. Here's the M. Night Shyamalan twist in this whole thing. You ready? Mm-hmm. Uh, he was talking to his mother, and she's like, your dad will pick you up. Little do we know, his dad, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> he had another relationship with another woman and had another kid. Well, what if it was uh, what if it was uh, principal ladies? Although we that heard her it. voice, so it's got to be someone we don't know, right? Right. I guess so. I don't know. It's it's hard to tell. I mean, I guess we'll. I think we'll we're just digging keep... a little too deep on this yeah. one minute. We'll clip. have to. Um, we'll have to. You know, kind of keep watching. Yeah. Uh, you know, I guess the next one's Sunday, right? Where uh, Walking Dead comes back. Oh my god. Oh my word. Oh my um, word. To celebrate that, uh, your hometown in in Canada mm-hmm. um, had a zombie walk. There's a zombie walk here that I did not know about until searching for news, which was uh, kind of disappointing. I guess they had. Would you it. Would you have really gone though? You always say you're going to go, and you never go. I I don't know. <laughs> so this is your this is actually your hometown, right? This is where I live, right right here, right now. Right here and right now. there were zombies outside your door, and you didn't even know it. Well, they were downtown. Shows how prepared you are. They were downtown and, you know, far enough away from me. But I guess they had 60 people dress up uh, as zombies and, and walk through uh, the downtown area. And I don't know. We, we sometimes cover, you know, zombie parades or zombie walks here mm-hmm. often. But I just, I don't know. When it's local, it's it's something. It's fun when it's, it's local, right? Me. Yeah. So... Um, they did it as a fundraiser for the Canadian Diabetes Association. Yeah. That's pretty neat. Yeah. That's pretty cool. They're, they're, all zombie walks are usually put together as part of a charity, a right? A fund, so yeah, some sort of raising. It's it's an, it's always it's always good to kind of, like, highlight them. It's just unfortunate that the advertising wasn't quite there because I would have I would have at least hoped to talk about it before it happened, you know? But yeah. No, well, zombie walks are cool. Yeah, they are. Um, should we get into the real the real meat and the potatoes of the show? Well, I, I before we do that, I want to know, Lou, have you been watching Z Nation? <laughs> you want to know, Lou? Nope, it's, it's not on Hulu yet, oh, okay. and I'm not paying for it. Have you been watching iZombie? Uh, it was in the plans to watch tonight because it just showed up on Hulu this morning, but I didn't get around to seeing it. So I'll give my thoughts on it next week. Cool, because I I have caught up with season one. I finished season one, and that show. Is, I zombie? Yeah, I zombie. Oh man. And it guess ends what? on a it ends in an interesting twist. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I just found out that Uh-oh. season two is on Show Me in Canada. Boom. So oh. I get to actually watch it without having to worry nice. about season stuff. passes and T V <laughs> and all that fun stuff. So that's that's exciting. I'm excited. So you can watch so what is it, Hulu Plus in the States? Yeah. Uh yeah. Cool. All right. Actually, they've, they've moved. They've moved away from the plus marketing. They just call it Hulu now. Yeah, sweet. Okay. And it's Hulu with co- with commercials and Hulu without commercials and, and Hulu free. Yeah, 
Dude, Hulu without commercials is a life changer. Yes, it is. Oh, really? Lou got me. Lou got me in on that, and my god, I don't know it's why. O- it, it's, it's just only, great. It's only like three bucks more, I think, a month or four bucks more a month, and it makes a huge difference. Yeah, it's fun. It is fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm just right. ecstatic that I could that I you know living in Canada, I get to watch something come out like on the same week on a streaming service. Like that is like unheard of here in canada and, and yeah, you guys don't do that super jealous of whenever we you guys talk about hulu and stuff so show me well done show me well done thing that, to say that, yeah that is a thing to say and i <laughs> and i will watch i zombie season two episode one penal colony <laughs> i knew you were gonna <laughs> say that too <laughs> <laughs> me and lou will report back next week on yeah, yeah. i zombie season two episode one i think i'm gonna watch it too penal colony uh, can I watch it too? You didn't include me on that. Oh yeah, I didn't know you were. Did you watch all of season one? Yeah. See, it's funny that yeah, like I'm excluding you when I was the last person to actually watch season yeah. one. So. I, I was I was done a while ago, but that's yeah. cool. No, I'm the terrible well, person. I you know what? I didn't want to talk about it anyway. Oh. Well, we can't because Walking Dead. <laughs> okay, here we go. Fear the Walking Dead season finale. Let's discuss. Salazar. We had a season finale. We did. Yeah, the season is over. Um, it's now winter. Well, let's not go too far. Uh, so, how do we want to? How do we want to break this down? You want to start with overall how we felt, or do you want to like go plot point by plot point? Because the army got the hell out of there. Yeah. Well, let's let's talk. So, season one, episode six, the good man with the bad writers. Um, oh, really? What? No, I didn't say that. I saw that online. I stole it. Uh, so we we were we asked for some zombies in yes. um, in Fear of the we Walking Dead, and uh, got a few. Got a, got uh, probably some more so than we've seen in any Walking Dead ever. Yeah, it's like it's really like they're like ah, we just blew the budget on <laughs> the season finale. What do we do I, with the I, rest? I feel like they spent their entire budget on the riot scene. Yeah, that was a good scene. scene. Yeah. Like that 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 riot scene had to cost them a fortune. Did you ever feel like the bud like this supposed budget affected the show? Like I, I thought yes. everything was pretty good. I felt like the budget really yeah. affected the show. I I think you you when you know you're gonna have two thousand zombies on screen at one point, you gotta kinda scale it back for the rest, right? Yeah. 
Well, I, I mean, I always felt like they were holding back on the zombies because they had no need to showcase the zombies. Like they were, they well, were really well, I think focusing. They, I think on... they did a good job of making you not think they need zombies, but I think part of the underlying reason is money. I, yeah, I think yeah. that this show. I think this first season. I think they, while they make greenlit a second season. I feel like one of the reasons why we didn't see a lot of zombies and we didn't see a lot of makeup and we didn't I think it was the budget. That stuff is expensive and it yeah. was a six episode pilot. Just think about what we saw in the first season of the original Walking Dead. Yep. The, the pilot had a ton of zombies. Mm-hmm. Right? And this pilot was shot in a bunch of different locations. There was a hospital, there was the church, there was the street with the kid running down the street. They had to close off a street to do that sort of thing. That stuff is to do stuff like that is expensive. Yeah. So I mean, they t- it seems like they took all their risks in the pilot episode, and then the the riot episode, and then this last episode. Yeah, but I mean, like for me, I'm I'm con okay. I'm content with the way Fear the Walking Dead presented their their story of family drama. Like, this is a family drama show with zombies sprinkled in. And then in this episode, it's like, yeah, Salazar's a bad person. He did something terrible, and no one seems to bat an eyelash that he just unleashed, uh, you know, a bunch of zombies to save one dead person. And uh, See, that kind of that bugged me a little bit. Because... It bugged me a lot, Bob. See, <laughs> it didn't bug me at all. Because oh, they man, still what? Did... Well, they did – that soldier that, that he tortured told them cobalt meant that those guys were going to tear through the streets and they were going to kill everybody one by one. They were yeah. gonna, they, their, their mission was to go house to house and shoot people. But this right? is how the zombie apocalypse gets worse. See, by humans we, being I think, assholes. <laughs> I think at this point we can blame the apocalypse on L.A., and and him in general. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I, I'm sure that the obviously world, no, obviously it's uh, it's yeah, the world's a lot far worse, gone. But. but I just thought like that's a little overkill because I thought maybe he maybe found. Well, obviously, like we saw this, the army was keeping a a close knit, a close eye on all of this this section of L.A. And really, the only hazard was this arena that was filled well, with over. We don't know people. what the rest of the country looks like at this point. True. There could be military camps like this in every state and every major city. But along they just the effed over like a whole quadrant, right? With by unleashing right. that huge group of zombies, like maybe but like a people, group of twenty or thirty at a time is fine, but two thousand all at once, nothing can a, handle that. In a previous episode, he makes one of the soldiers makes comment of another camp like theirs, but the reference sounds like it's a hundred miles away. Yeah, like. And there's yeah. another suburb that they've been to, but it was like a hundred miles away. So it doesn't seem like it seems like they're the lone s- suburb that's fenced in, in like a hundred miles. I just found yeah. it pretty surprising that they were all cool with that plan. Like, yeah, that okay, we're gonna unleash two thousand zombies in the direction of where we need to go to save our people. I, I don't know. I'm not saying I could come up with a better plan to distract the guards. I just felt like that was, you'd think that they would have well, at least showcased some scenes of them discussing it, but maybe Salazar just did it on his own free will and didn't tell anybody. I don't know. Well, he, obviously they knew, but my my thing is, is in order to get in there, something big needs to happen. 
True. Right. He's not going to be able to like throw six, six or seven infected at him and say, "You should save your ammunition." <laughs> um, it was an evil well, mustache twitch laugh, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. Well, um, my my whole thought on the ordeal is, so there's they've got Nick. Is, I think is the kid's name. Yeah. Is in the is in the cell with uh with Strand. uh Strand, and you've got all those people there. You've got the mother that's there that. You know, a they didn't know was bit, and then you've got the other mother that they didn't know was dead. So there's three of their family that they need to rescue, and forget about the people in the uh, in the suburb. They're fenced in, but the military's on the outside. You know, yeah. yeah. And the plan is that the military, as far as they know, is going to clean the is going to kill everybody before the planes come and get them, and. There's no way they're going to transport all the people that are that are in the facility. It's a better chance to let the zombies out, distract the soldiers, go rescue the people you need, and free everybody and let them fight for themselves. Yeah, I mean, uh, otherwise no. they're going to be left to die in a cell. Yeah, because those military guys weren't going to open those cells and let those people out. Oh, you're, you're yeah, you're you're right. Like the army, for some reason, had tr- had transformed into this. You know, giant douchebag. Let's just yeah. throw it out there. That's my that, that was that's been my biggest gripe with this show so far is that the military did what the military does in every single movie. The military soldier is a jerk. They have a plan. It requires killing all the civilians because that's what they're told to do. Yeah. No one questions their orders. They just do as they're told, and it just it like. The military soldiers were the, were so two dimensional. It's like they had two they had two they had two faces. They cozied up to the people because they wanted them to do what they wanted to do, but in the end, they were going to just shoot them anyway. You know, it was just, it just it's very stereotypical. It's really bad writing as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, well, I mean, I I don't know if it's it's yeah. It's it's bad writing in the sense that it leans too much on a trope that large organizations in a pop in a, a post apocalyptic world, or at least one that's heading that way, seem to be these these evil organizations. And from what I understand, uh, you know, our nation's army, pretty stand up guys, pretty pretty good and girls, great yeah. people that serve every day. And then you see stuff like this is like what like. Shit hits the fan nine days in, and we all turn into assholes that, that don't protect right. civilians. And it's like, no. Uh, but yeah, and it's tough to look past that. But I'm, I'm, I still really enjoyed this season just strictly because it was different from what we've been getting in the Walking Dead universe. So. Know? I get that, and I get it was different, and I, you know, don't get me wrong, I, I did enjoy watching the show. Um, it was a little slow at first, it picked up, and my problem is, it was just a wee bit too predictable. Um, yeah. They, it's almost like they had to spell stuff out for us, you know, like, did you guys know that right away that the, um, someone was bit, like the mother, like you knew someone was bit? Yeah. Like uh, yeah, and like she, my, I could see it from a mile away. I'm like, ah, yeah. she's bit, but I don't like that character, so it's all good. Yeah, we're fine. But like for me, it was almost like they like they dumbed it down for us a little bit. Like because when they when they escaped, I was like, 
all right, now we're playing the Who Got Bit game because I'm just going to wait to see the first one to say, it, you know. It, you know, the whole season, it felt like it was written by writers that weren't familiar with writing for The Walking Dead. It felt like it was a new set of writers that felt like they needed to spell everything out because, you know, nobody's going to be nobody's going to be familiar with this and it's like no 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 you got a you got five seasons of another show we all kind of know how this stuff unfolds yeah. tell us a good story well no we're going to tell you trope after trope after trope well it's weird that you and, mentioned that because the pilot was written the pilot and the finale were written by Robert Kirkman so yeah he's kind of know he know he kind of knows the the source material but he he must not be a huge fan of Government well, bodies in the post-apocalyptic well, world. He, see, here's my here's my gripe: is okay. Kirkman wrote the pilot and the last episode. They were kind of the two best episodes of the whole show. Yeah, yeah, that, I that's true. I, I think, like you know, maybe maybe getting to the point. Maybe we get, talk about the points that we that we liked. I mean, like I said, I really enjoyed the season. I'm looking forward to more. I think Strand is a really interesting character to tease in the last episode and then kind of showcase more so in this episode i thought they were going to kill off nick uh but that oh like, really I think, yeah no well i thought I, they were going to kill off travis yeah see there's the other thing too um i know before we talked about how lou you were talking about how um the wife uh, is going to be the rick of the group mm-hmm. do you think that that's kind of going away so i mean if we go down the episode uh, basically, it's a whole a plot to escape. And um, at one point, Travis decides to let the army kid go that they tortured last episode. And of course, as like I was saying, very predictable, he comes back a little bit later on, and um, he he shoots. Uh, who did he shoot? The daughter, right? Yeah. Which again, proving our point that for some reason, all army people in this show are assholes. Like, well, she didn't do see- anything to you. Like, what? Well, not even that. My gripe was, is so they've had him in a basement, and they tortured him. They let him go, right? I mean, they did skin his arm. I'm not saying that he was... He, no, he no, and I, and I would justice, get it. But. I would understand if, like, later on, if they run into him again, and he's still alive, and he holds a grudge, right? But it was like he hunted them down to take them out. And it's yeah. like, you've got an army of zombies running down the street and they're going to rescue their family. The last thing I would do, I would be like, well, screw these people. I'm getting the hell out of here. I'm yeah, not going to no, die I here. see what you're saying, but I mean, it was pretty predictable. I think we all knew once Travis let him go, he was going to come back. Yeah. Um, I thought he'd shoot Travis, to be honest. Oh, really? Yeah, I thought that's how You just want Travis to die, man. You're well, all over this dude. I well, think it, Travis was... he. he Travis is... is in it for the long haul. I mean, he might die in season two, but I... well, back to my original point. So the he shoots her, showed up, but um, he Travis jumps on him and just pommels him because like uh, it was a part of like I can't believe you just did that, and another part like this is my fault, kind of like beating. And it looked like almost all of his frustration from this whole season, yeah, was taken out on that dude's face. I, oh yeah. Yeah, he unloaded um, on him. Um, it was a very Rick Grimes esque moment. Yeah, I mean, I think Travis has he has some some strength there, but but again, he's trying to be a good person first and foremost. And this is so early on 
in in the events leading into uh, uh, you know the apocalypse. But that yeah, but he, my... he he needs to have that good side surface first, and when shit really goes bad, and you watch someone you let go, not shoot his captor, but the daughter that he supposedly you know liked strongly, uh, you know that's kind of like yeah you're gonna get your face beaten in and um i think he gained a little respect you know salazar's like oh we should get matching tattoos you did a good job like okay whatever but his even his son was like oh man my dad's not a complete doofus um that's all right it's a a total rick grimes moment it is like um it is but it felt like they, they they took too long for us to get to that moment. But then and then you got another Rick Grimes moment where so the mother's the mother's been shot. I mean, yeah, she got shot in the head by Travis, and he looks defeated at the end. And I'm like, oh my god, this is like a Rick Grimes losing his wife thing all over. You know, it almost to me is just like the kind of like the same story with different characters. Yeah, right. I hope. I, I, yeah. Or like Rick was strong, solid, ready to go. Um, at some points, he was too kind and too weak, and then you know things got the best of him, and all of a sudden he became dictator Rick, Ricktator, if you will. Sure. And then, um, and then he loses his wife, and then he goes crazy. Rick, like, is this is what's going to happen again? Like, we're going to get crazy Travis who had to shoot his ex-wife in the head. That would be worse than tropey writing. That to me, that would be worse. I don't want. Walking Dead 2.0. I, I want he, he, something. Here's, here's my thing. Next season, they have to make me like people. So far, the only p- person I liked was Madison, the, 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 Nick's mom. Other than that, I didn't like anybody. Not even Victor Strand? He was okay. He I was like interesting. Victor Strand. He he was yeah. he was in he was definitely an interesting character. He's got, yeah, he's intriguing. Like I, he's got my interest peaked. I think part of the reason why I'm watching that show is just to watch him get on screen again. Right. Yeah. I think I might be in love. I mean, I uh, like but, I like all the characters. I just I don't love any of the characters. Like you watch Walking Dead and you love Rick. You you know you love Daryl. Well, well you know. here's here's my thing. When you started watching Walking Dead, sure it came from the comics, whatever. But the show is very different from the comics. But you got, you got Rick. You even liked Shane at first, you know. Yeah. You like, like you like all the characters you meet for the most part. You yeah. like all the characters you meet for the most part. This show starts out with Madison, and she's kind of a jerk. And then you meet her kids, who are like spoiled brats. Yeah, her kids. Uh, I don't like her younger and, kid, but I think Nick. Has, has some interesting things going for him. Oh no, I'm I'm not saying that they haven't grown on me a little bit, but it's like they're they're both kind of like spoiled brats. Then you meet Travis, and you think, okay, he's an interesting science teacher or whatever, or math teacher or whatever. That he could be, he could be an interesting character. Then you meet his kid, who's like another spoiled brat jerk, and then you meet the ex-wife, who's a hmm. jerk, and then you meet the the guy the the you meet Salazar and his family. And you go, okay, so he's kind of a jerk. The, 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 the wife doesn't speak English very well. And the daughter seems hesitant to deal with anything. Yeah. Okay. You're like, and, and you expect in six episodes for them to make you care about them. And it was like when the, when the, when the stepmother dies at the end of the sixth episode and he shoots her, I felt no remorse. I didn't feel any loss. I was like, okay, good. 
we got rid of a character I don't like. Yeah, like, I, I agree with you there. Ooh. Like, I didn't feel anything, but it almost seems like they could have killed off anybody and we'd have the same reaction because it's just, it's too soon. Six episodes well, isn't that's enough. Well, why, that's why I kept thinking that they were going to kill Travis because they spent the whole season building up this, he doesn't want to hurt anybody. He doesn't want to kill anybody. He doesn't want to do this. He, he's trying to be the good guy. And I thought... If they really want to change up this show, they really want to make you go, okay, this is not The Walking Dead, they kill Travis at the end of the episode. And then everybody yeah. realizes that, okay, good, you, you're not going to survive if you're a good person. You know? Well, so what do you think is going on? So uh, Victor Strand, towards the end there, was saying that um, he wants to get to a boat, it looks like, called Abigail. Uh, that looks like a like a like a like a Your yacht. Yeah. yeah, they're all going there from what I understand. I think they're all gonna I think they're all gonna end up on a yacht next season. I did research mm-hmm. and according to some Google searches, a yacht can probably do about four f- between depending on the size of the yacht and the fuel tank, it can do three to six hundred miles in a with, with a full tank. So if they stay on the yacht and it's got proper supplies, they could essentially travel anywhere up and down the coast they wanted to. Yeah. That's true, but, like, getting gas... Uh, that It's going to be... I think the battle's going to be getting to Abigail. I think season two will be both, basically them traveling to get to the ship. Yeah, I think they're going to try to get to the ship, and I think when they get to the ship, they're going to realize there's other people that want the ship. Pirates. <gasps> oh, uh, my God. Uh, not pirates, but I think that there's going to be other people with the same idea. But it's, and his, not it's going his boat, right? Like, from what I understand, Abigail is his boat. Right. Yeah. But so, the thing is, is who's to say that the house he's at is actually even his? That's a good point. See, now, that's kind of what I was thinking about when you were talking about it. Like, it almost seems like maybe one of really at all who he says he is. Oh, I, I, I have no doubt that he's pro- his name is probably Victor Strand or whatever, but he says in the first introduction to him, somebody says something to him about, like, like what do you do? And he says something about being a salesman. Yeah. I do not get the salesman vibe from him at all. It almost, you know what, though? Like, a part of me was thinking, like, oh, my God, what if this guy is, like, like, once we saw the house, I was like, oh, I'd stay there for a while. But, like, once we saw the house and he was all like, no, we can't stay here. I'm just getting some stuff. You know, like, I was almost like, what if he is, like, some sort of, like, butler or something for some guy that lives here? You know what I mean? I, he, was, I, I don't, he was never I don't, actually rich. I don't think he's a butler or something like that. I think that that's probably his boss's mansion or something. So It's got to be something, right? I mean, he could just be the rich mogul. Like, we don't know. Could, he could be, yeah. Yeah. He could be, but you'd think if he was somebody that rich and that important and in that area, they'd at least kind of have an idea who he was. That That is a good point. Everyone seemed to kind of treat him as like a weird dude in the in the. Yeah, yeah. and he was pretty badass when they were like going to escape and he was telling Nick like, oh yeah, just, you know, we don't have time for this. Like they won't, they won't help us. They'll slow us down. Like they need to, you know what I mean? Like he was just like, whoa. Like he he was ready to let everyone go. Yeah, yeah, and I don't think I don't think he was truthfully. I don't think he was bringing Nick along because he likes Nick. I think it was 
yep, I'll bring the junkie kid because he'll do whatever I say he does. And if it, 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 it in this tight situation, I can throw him to the zombies and get away. You think so? I, I don't I know. I think that's totally what I think is going on. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, we, we probably won't have to wait super long. Because from what I understand, they've ordered 16 episodes for season two. Yep. So, uh, is it 16 or 13? I thought, I thought it was... It, oh, I thought it was 16. I, either way, it's more than... Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, that's the web series. Anyways, it's... Um, okay, Fear the Walking Dead Season 2 will arrive in 2016 with 15. So we were 15. both... Okay. Uh, and if they follow the same guidelines where this is leading right into Walking Dead, we could get this probably, like, July. Mm. So we won't have to wait crazy long right i think i think in all honesty i think we're going to get an entire i think we're going to get back to back walk fear the walking dead walking dead and i think it's they're going to space it out so that we get 30 weeks a year you're you're right because they could just do what they do with walking dead where they have the mid-season break yeah oh that's what what they're going to do yeah yeah it would work well with fear the walking dead starting in february taking a mid-season break in the, in the summer and then coming back and finishing up right before Walking Dead comes back. I, 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 I don't mean to poo-poo it like I hated it. It was I've, def, I've enjoyed watching every episode, but while I've been watching, I've been like, okay, I see where we're going. This is really predictable. Uh, and you it's gotta not enjoy the not, ride, man. Yeah. I, I, I'm trying to enjoy the ride, but it's like when I keep seeing all the twists and turns, like 20 minutes before they happen, I'm like, okay. And I, and I think that the, I think going to a cruise ship is going to be such a different environment for a show like this that I think if that's the plan for season two, I think that that's going to lead us in an interesting direction. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, overall, I enjoyed getting some other zombie content from the walking dead universe. I will say that. Yep. Um, I wasn't I wasn't overly excited. I wasn't overly disappointed. I, I enjoyed my time watching it. It's not like I went around hating it. Some of it I was like, oh, really? You're going to do that? And then other parts I was like, oh, Jesus, I can't believe you did that. Um, so I, I think it had ups and, down, ups and downs. But um, uh, overall, like it was, it was fun zombie content to watch. Yeah. And I got a question. Do we think we've seen the end of The Doctor? Oh, uh... Oh, dude, yeah, I I just thought of something. Speaking of, like, analogs to the original Walking Dead, like, that was totally the ending of uh, season one of Walking Dead with the the doctor or the scientist who knows more about the infection and they let on and she just gives up. And it's like, that's, wait, that's how the Walking Dead ended. I just (laughs) remembered that. They kind of gave the illusion that she was going to cattle shoot herself. Yeah, I, I got that as well. Yeah. But uh, you never know. She it could she be could. a Morgan type situation where. But I don't know. And, you know I what I was hoping they were going to do, and I thought it would be really interesting. Kill Travis. I know. No. Yeah, we got no, it. We, you hate no, Travis. No, 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 no. But <laughs> the doctor there is the guy from season one's wife. Remember, he says his wife is infected, and she's in one of those containers when they go to the CDC, and he talks about how his wife tried to help him cure it. And then she was got infected. Oh yeah, mm. yeah I was kind of right. hoping that she was going to be the wife, 
Uh-huh. And that we would get like a reference to the husband at the CDC or something. And then I would have been like, that would have been a really cool tie-in to make her be the body we saw in season one of The Walking Dead. Do you think they'll do a tie-in at some point, even like even like a small one they've like you're describing? They've already said a tie-in is coming in this upcoming season. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. I, I think that's awesome. But there's going to be a character that is referenced or sh- appeared in Fear that will be referenced or appear in um, uh, Walking Dead this season. They, it, it's been alluded to. It will be a flashback sequence. Huh? Okay, so let's just all right. Right now, we'll have to make predictions. Mm-hmm. So it could be any character, alive, dead, doesn't matter, right? Sure. Yeah. Uh, if it's a flashback, it could be at any time. So who do you think meets who? As a as a crossover, Dale and Andrea. They were already. No, no, no! It, it's going to be in Walking Dead, Ryan. Oh, not... oh, 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 oh. Uh... this season. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, wasn't that a rumor? I thought that was it's a rumor. A, it it was a rumor, but I'm pretty sure it was a confirmed rumor. Yeah, I think it was confirmed that there will be a. You'll see someone from this season of The Walking Dead that was in this season we just watched of Fear, I believe. Or was it the next season of Fear? I don't know. No, it's this season. It would have to be someone who's not, like, currently in the surviving. Like, it has to, like, in order for it to not feel icky, it has to be someone that we're not going to see ever again in Fear of the Walking Dead. Because it just removes all the tension, which is what makes Walking Dead content so great, is the tension for your characters. (laughs) And if we know I, someone's going to survive, like, that's boring. I, I have a theory. Okay. Yeah, what's I mean, your theory? I think we're, I think we're going to see the student that she took home. Oh. The geeky kid that was the, that was a survivalist. I think we're going to see him. I'm cool with that. Really? That kid? Yeah. That kid? Him? Him? The, you're going to pick I think, him? I think he's going to be a flashback in somebody else's story. Oh well, it's it's it it would be interesting to see how it works out because, I mean, ge- geographically, I don't know how close they are. Like, you know, California, or, uh, yeah, L.A. to wherever they are. D.C. Is it D.C.? They are D.C. In, now. Uh, D.C. Yes. Which? How close is that to the West Coast? No. The total <laughs> opposite side of the country. Well then. Oh right. Okay. Well. Shit. All right. But I don't, yeah. Hence why I think it's going to be a flashback is I think we're going to learn that one of our characters in uh, Walking Dead at some point came from California to D.C. It's the mother that was on the phone in Fear the Walking Dead on planes. (laughs) Yeah, right. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I'm looking forward to more Fear the Walking Dead. Did you guys watch this like promo thing? I thought it was going to be like more of an introspective about what season two would be, but it's basically them alluding to we're on a boat. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's pretty it much it. Yeah. Yeah. They're on a boat, everybody. So um I do have a list that I was gonna give you guys to see if you agree um about ten things that people need to see or that we need to see in order to make Walking Dead Fear the Walking Dead season two successful. Okay. All right. So this isn't my personal opinion, but this is what some people say. Kill Travis. Uh, uh, yep. Is so, this article written by Lou? I'm just curious. Yeah. So uh, using the word zombie 
which I don't know if I agree what? with. That's dumb. I I don't know if they need to use the word zombie, but I, I, they definitely need to come up with their own term. Yeah. We never really heard them refer to them. Just like, as the infected, that's all. They said someone said infected, but then towards the end they called them the dead. Yeah. And they need to find a term and stick with it. Okay. Um, yeah, I like walkers is too like nicknamey. I I like infected. I think that's fine with me. Um, if, if if that's what they pick, then they that, that that I'm fine with that. They just what need the, to stick with it. What do the governance group call them? Oh, biters. They call them biters. Biters is good. Like I I like I like my favorite rendition of not just calling them zombies was The Last of Us, where they called them clickers. You know. Well, yeah, but that but that was yeah. a reference to something that they did. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I would like to see. Like biters is good, uh, limpers. I think saying they need gooshers. You know, Fear the Walking Dead needs to be better, so they say zombie. Like that's a dumb excuse. Okay, so here's another one: zombified main characters. <clears throat> what? Who so they want to see. List? This I'm is... just telling you, this is a list. I just want to see your points on it. It gets better actually as it goes down. Okay, well, so you're saying basically they... like Don't people die and they somebody? come back as zombies. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. We, we didn't get a lot of that in Walking Dead, did we? Well, when we did, like Daryl's brother, like Merle, he came back as a... Yeah, but who else other than Merle came back? Shane. Briefly. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I, I think know. that's. I don't think you get a lot of characters turning. Daryl. I mean, well, sorry, spoilers. I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> you got me for a second. I went, did I miss something? Someone's head came back as a zombie, didn't Herschel. It? Yeah, his... No, that was a dream, wasn't it? Something happened. No, Herschel's head was there. It was as Michonne stabbed it, right? Yeah. yeah. Anyways, I, I think that's... Yeah. Wanting anyway, to see a major next. character die, I understand. Uh, more zombie carnage. I think that's kind of a... Yeah. They, uh, they, they have this... If the whole season takes place on a boat and we don't see any zombies, I won't watch anymore. Um, <laughs> uh, more destruction of L.A. landmarks, like actual L.A. landmarks, like the Ferris wheel and the the by the bay and everything like that. Uh, um, I, I, I can see that, but I don't think they need to have a ton of it. I think they need to have a landmark destroyed. They picked Hollywood for a reason, and we never saw anything in L.A. Yeah, that's like, true. That riot scene could have been anywhere in L.A., the suburb that they lived in could have been anywhere in L.A. And that stadium could have been anywhere in L.A. Like, we never actually saw a landmark. Yeah. L.A. has got tons of landmarks, so. I'm gonna, this one's um, Norman Reedus' crossbow, but I'm just going to skip that. It was a joke. Oh, dear. Um, more humor. What do you guys think about adding humor I, into the show? It needs, it needs something to lighten up the moment. At no point during any episode was there ever any lightheartedness. And it felt like they tried to do that with the kids, like when they were trashing the house and stuff. Like, I think that that was supposed to be lighthearted in humor. And it came across as, yep, these kids are brats. Yeah. Well, they, uh, there was a scene where they played Monopoly at one point and they were that, cracking that jokes. The only, that was the only sense of humor the whole show. If six episodes, that was the one Actually, part. That could, yeah, we could have used a little more of that. I guess it's kind of hard to do, but. Yeah, and uh, my. Go ahead. I got one gripe that I, did, I meant to bring up when we were talking about the show that I didn't. So they get to Strand's place, right? And the two kids are hanging out together and they're, they're eating 
uh, uh, what was it? Popsicles. And they're like swinging on like the poles and goofing off. And I'm like, how old are these kids supposed to be? Because they look like they're both in high school. Yeah. And if they're both in high school, I wasn't behaving like that when I was in high school. They're right. acting more like 10-year-olds. You grew up too fast. Lou, you've never experienced the fun of having a popsicle and swinging on poles? <laughs> uh, I, I s- did, but I was like 10. <laughs> you know what we're going to do? When we go to Boston, you and I are going to get some lollipops. Or, wait, no, uh, frozen treats. <laughs> and we're going to swing on some poles. Kidding, well, that, kidding, that can, kidding. That can happen in Boston. I know a few places. Anything uh, can s- happen in Boston, Bob. I'm going to I'm gonna skip a few of these, go down to my favorite one. Go Explain Travis. <laughs> Explain Travis and Madison's relationship. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that'd For be the good. love of God. <laughs> they just sort of so seem to be like in a relationship. There was like maybe that they one scene of makeup sex. Really, but... They already seem really mixed matched. Yeah. Like, like their relationship doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. He seems to live there and both of her kids kind of hate him. And, he, <laughs> and, and, and you're like, this, this isn't a really a good... I, are you sure that they live together very long? What's going on here? But see, like, opposites attract. Like, if you look at Ashley and I's relationship, she's a, a cold-blooded uh, killer, and I'm just this lovable uh, principal guy who teaches yeah. at, his, at a local school. Um, and then one more for you guys, too. Uh, more global interaction. So that's something they kind of touched on when people were watching the news feeds and everything on, like, iPads and phones and stuff like that. Yeah. I would actually like to see them broadcasting... Different. <laughs> I would. La- what are you laughing at, Ryan? I'm laughing at that. Stop it. Um. So. No, <laughs> go ahead, Lou. I was gonna say the, the, a great way they could do that is when they get to the ship. Right. The ship could have uh, some kind of shortwave radio, yeah. and they could be reaching out to try and find, you know, somebody that's still alive or a safe haven. Do you think that yeah. boat is our ticket out of a- L.A.? Like, that was our major concern when this thing was announced. Like, L.A., that's boring. Even though, L- you know, L- it being set in L.A., you know, wasn't boring. It's just what they did in L.A. that was kind of like, well, I guess they didn't just make it L.A. It was just, it was a really highly populated suburban area that just happened to be in L.A. But I wonder if with this boat, like, they talk, in the promo, they talk about, oh, could we go to Hawaii? Could we go to the Bahamas? Like, oh, what can we do? Like, maybe they'll... They'll boat up well, to Alaska. I don't know. They can't. They can't go to the Bahamas. That's on the East Coast. Well, I don't know how this <laughs> geographic. Non- yeah, they could use the Panama Canal. They could use it. <laughs> Ryan's like maybe they'll end up in Boston. Maybe they'll go to Boston through the Panama Canal. Um, you know, I mean, we we could talk about this for a while. There's there's so much stuff going on, but I would like to know mm. what you think. Me? We no, just the, list, about what I the know. listeners. Oh, the, the, okay. The people at home. What would you? What What do you think? What do you think, um, listeners? Email your thoughts to us. Almost did it again, Bob. <laughs> did what? Nothing. <laughs> so, um, overall, though, we all enjoyed Fear the Walking Dead. I think we're all over, overly anxious for for the Walking Dead Prime. Yep. Yeah. But. Good yes. filler. It was good filler. It was nice to not have to like eagerly await zombie content from late August to October because I find those are the hardest months to get through waiting for Walking Dead. Yeah. Um, and, and now it's back, and you know we 
we've had six, you know, seven weeks of, of good zombie content to tie us over. And um, I think as a zombie show, we are in a good position to have new content to cover each week, whether it's Walking Dead, iZombie, or Z Nation. Bob, you get Z Nation, I call Walking Dead. Oh, no! What happened? Um, <laughs> what so happened? This is seriously, though, guys. Uh, don't let me watch Z Nation. No, um... You know, email us your thoughts on what you thought of um, Fear the Walking Dead, the FTWD. Um, the F-Tubs. Yep, the FTWD. I like mine, the F-Tubs. Um, <laughs> we'll go with that. I, I think uh, I think Pete should be our, our uh, Z Nation correspondent this week. Yes, listener, listener Pete, you are the, yeah. the one. You just fill us in. If Pete's listening to this, I know he's listening because he's awesome. But Pete, if you're listening, Z Nation, Z Nation, Z Nation. Okay, now that I have your attention. What is wrong with Z Nation? Z Nation. Uh, what, what we need you to do, Pete, is we need you to watch Z Nation and then record your thoughts and then submit it as a segment. And then everybody can learn all the great things about Z Nation. I think that's a great idea. Okay. Well, we I'm on board. to watch Z Nation, guys. <laughs> I know. He's going to fall for it. <laughs> Um, so why don't we go ahead and get into the wrap up and you guys, you guys email us your thoughts and Pete, you send us yours. Yeah. You guys do some work. Come on. All right, Ryan, where can people find us when we're not doing this podcast thing? Well, you can go to patreon.com slash zombies ain't my podcast and show your support for the old Zamp crew. All, uh, all funds goes back into the show. Uh, and we'll have some more thoughts on that very soon. And the reason we're live on alpha geek channel one on Wednesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern is because of Patreon. It's our first milestone. We've nailed it. And we want to thank Alpha Geek. When you're not, if you can't catch us live, you can also tune into Channel 3 to listen to archives of Zombies Ate My Podcast. But do you want to listen to specific episodes? Go to zombiesatemypodcast.com. If you want to email us like Bob's been begging you to do, info at zombiesatemypodcast.com. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. Plus, want us on Google Plus? Subscribe on YouTube. Uh, find us on Pinterest. We're not on Pinterest. Uh, <laughs> I was like, whoa, what? Yeah, we have zombie zombie, cupcakes? Uh, zombie cupcakes. Yeah, that's all all we have on Pinterest. Mm, but if you want to follow cupcakes. individual hosts, you can find myself at R Murphy, Lou at Busy Zombie Lord, and Bob at Bobbert F. Finally, shout out to Joel Duggan for the artwork. Amazing stuff. Find more of his great stuff. Stuff, stuff, stuff. Joel Duggan a dot stuff com. <laughs> oh, dot com you screwed me up it'd be really Thank great you. if you could get a dot stuff domain you probably can <laughs> dot stuff just sounds wrong dot stuff oh well that's that's gonna do it for an episode of zombies in my podcast lou any last words i hope this show gets better wait our show or <laughs> their show okay wait wait i can make the show better <laughs> what's up so you know you said dot stuff sounds bad yeah. Maybe dot stuff is the porn version of dot hack. No, I don't like it at all. <laughs> okay. Well, I tried. Hey, um, well, because Fear the Fear the Walking Dead's over, that's not what I went to say. <laughs> okay. We have a new segment at the end. It's no more bad zombie jokes. It's oh. um There ain't no fast food joints. Walking Dead trivia. <laughs> Oh, really? Cool. There ain't yeah. no fast food joints. True. <laughs> True. Um, if you get it right, you'll hear a... Hello. If you get it wrong, you'll hear a... God damn it, man. Perfect. Um, all right. Are you ready? Nailed it. Uh, I'm ready. Ryan, I'll let you go first. Sweet. Which character in The Walking Dead was a civil rights attorney? 
If you can't get it off of, off of this, I'll give you three options. Civil rights attorney. Uh, I know. Yeah. This uh, is not your question. Can though. I phone a friend? No. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I'm going to guess Rick's wife. God damn it. So I'll give you some options. Okay, perfect. Maggie, Herschel, or Andrea? Oh, Andrea. Hello. <laughs> All right, there you go. There's your there's your trivia question. Perfect, thank you. Um, Lou, are you ready? I am ready. True or false? Glenn is the first <laughs> of the group to meet Rick Grimes in Atlanta. Glenn. True. True. Hello. <laughs> you can't answer for him. No, no, I just, I was like, you, you, you paused it, Glenn. I wasn't actually answering that. I was answering the... Glenn. I'll throw I'll throw a bonus one for you. Uh, who right. says in season two of The Walking Dead, I was a fool, Rick. There is no hope. Ooh. If you get this right, I'll give you bonus sounds. Is it Morgan? Nope. God I was damn a, it. I was, say, I was a fool. Oh, is it the scientist dude? Nope. Damn it. I'm not good at this, guys. Lou, any guesses? I want to see Daryl. Oh, no, it's Herschel. It's Herschel. For that, you get the... My cabbage is always fun. 